the home stretch. We're on problem 18. And this diagram actually looks like something that what I'm this little tool I'm using is well suited to draw. Let me try this. Let me I'll draw the one in the back first. So and I can do different colors and everything. So I'll do the one in the back in in oh, whoops. In yellow and it looks something like this. Goes like this and it switches over like that. And then I'll draw the next one. See this orange color and it looks something I'll do it in a, no, I'll do it in a more drastic color. So it does something like this. It goes like this, crosses over, dips down, then it goes over again. And then finally they have this this last one and it looks something like this. Crosses over and it goes like that. Very pretty. Now let me switch to a smaller okay. I don't do white. I never write in white. In the figure above, so they say this is the start, and this is step one, step one, step one, this is step, step two. Okay, what is this? In the figure above, three wires are braided. That is, by starting in the order A, B, C. Okay, so this is A, B, C. And then, oh, and the order changes to B, right, because the yellow line is B, A, C, and then we get B, C, A, right? There's just the order of the strings left to right, or the braids, or the wires. Okay, that is start with the order A, B, C. The outer left wire is brought over wire B, right? This is brought over wire B to the middle position, forming the order shown in step one. Then the outer right wire, C, this one, is brought to the new middle position shown in step two and so on, alternately bringing each new left and each new right wire to the middle. At what numbered step does the first does the braid first repeat the original order A B C? So what you do is you bring so you first bring the left over the middle, then you bring the right over the middle, then you bring the left over the middle, then you bring the right over the middle, right? So at step three, what do we have to do? So Step one, we brought the left over the middle. So we got we went from A, B, C. You essentially switch the left in the middle. And then step two, you switch the right in the middle. So step three, we switch B and C again, right? Because we have, we're back on the left-hand side. So you get C, B, A. And then step four, you're going to switch the right-hand side. Right? Step three, we switched, we switched these two. Now step four, we're going to switch these two. So you get C, A, B. Then in step five, we're back switching on this side. So then you get A, C, B. And then step six, you're going to switch the right-hand side again. So you get A, B, C. So by step six, we repeat. So that's choice D. Now the hard part here, as far as I'm concerned, is just kind of understanding the problem and the diagram. And then just seeing the pattern that you're just switching the letters. But you know, first you switch the left and the middle num letter, then you switch the right and the middle letter, then you switch the left and the middle letter, then you switch the right and the middle letter until you get back to ABC. Next problem. White, I don't think, is colorful enough. Let me do magenta. 19. In a set of 11 different numbers, they're different, which of the following cannot affect the value of the median? Cannot affect the value of the median. So let's you know it's a set of eleven different numbers. They're different. So let's let's say it's one through eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's eleven different numbers. And in this case, what's the median? Well, we have five on this side, five on the median is this. That's the middle number, right? Six is the middle number. Doubling each number. Well, if you double every number, the median is going to become 12. So that's not right. Increasing each number by 10. Once again, if you increase all of these numbers by 10, this number is going to be 16. So you would have changed the median. Increasing the smallest number only. Well, what if you increase the smallest number to, I don't know, 12? So then you, this 12 would go all the way on the other side, right? And then the median would move to 7, because you would have to have 5 below the median and 5 above the median. So you could increase that smallest number, but if you increase, increase it by a large enough mu amount, it kind of goes into the greater than the median column, and then the median, the median would have to shift to the right. Try it out. You know, write, write out the list from 2 to 12, and then the median becomes 7. OK, so we know that choice B is not right. Choice C, increasing. Oh no, that was choice C. Choice D, decreasing the largest number only. Decreasing the largest number. Well, the same argument can apply. We could take the 11 and decrease it down to, I don't know, decrease it to 0, right? You decrease it to 0, then that'll, and you can list them all out 0 through 10, and then the median number will shift to 5. So that will change it. E, increasing the largest number only. Well, I can tell you that's the answer from deductive reasoning. But if we just take this 11, and we make it 1 billion. Does that change the fact that there are five numbers larger than 6 and five numbers less than 6? Ignore the 0. Five numbers less than 6? Well, no. I can make it into a trillion. I can turn it into any number. But the, the fact remains is that I have the same no amount of numbers larger than 6 as I do below 6. So choice E cannot affect the value of the median. E. Next problem. Oops. Okay, something for me to draw. Let's see, they they have a quarter circle, so I'll just draw a big circle, and you can. I'll just focus on a quarter of it. Close enough. And that looks like a quarter of a circle. They see. They say that. Oh, and there's, there's like a rectangle there too. Fascinating. So there's a rectangle in the this quarter circle, so this rectangle could look like this. I know theirs is, looks taller, but I think this will do. And then I think I'm almost done. I think I'm there. I think I can. And then they shade in some stuff. So if they shaded it, I will shade it in a suitably tasteful color. OK, so I have shaded what they have shaded. And now, what are they saying? They're saying that this is. This is R, C, T, B, S, A, and then they tell us that this is a that is a 90 degree angle, and then they tell us that this distance from here to here, from all the way to the top, right? So it's essentially the radius of the circle is six, right? The radius of the circle is six. In the figure above, arc SBT. That's arc SBT is one quarter of a circle with center R and radius six. Fair enough. If the length plus the width of rectangle ABCR is eight, so the length plus the width, so ABCR, so this is the width, this is the length. So L plus W is equal to eight. What is the perimeter 
of the shaded region. Fascinating. Let's do it step by step. First, we can just figure out what this part of the perimeter is. And that's the easiest part, right? Because what's the perimeter of the whole circle? Well, it's the circumference of the whole circle. Circumference is equal to 2 pi r. This is the whole circle we're talking about. So that's equal to 2 pi times 6. So that's equal to 12 pi. This is the circumference of the whole circle. So the circumference of this arc, of this piece, is going to be 1 fourth of that, because it's 1 fourth of the whole circle. So it's 1 fourth of 12 pi. So that's 3 pi. Now, what we need to be able to figure out is L and W. Because if we can figure out L and W, we can figure out everything else about, uh, about this circle. And actually, I'm going to continue this problem in the next video because I think it, it might get a little involved, and I don't want you to get too confused. I'll see you in the next video.